so important to have like a business partner or someone who you're doing like something together and like a sparring partner with who you're doing this because like I could have been stuck in my whole idea of paraphrasing articles for so long. Imagine like this one simple piece of advice and that saved me like so much time, energy, effort, and money and all of that. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Use of Business Academy podcast with your hosts, Ron and George. If you are interested in making money on YouTube online, then you've come to the right place. We talk about our journey to making a lot of money online and on YouTube. So join us as we discuss the updates over the past week. And we tune in every single week. We're like a train. We don't stop. So for those of you coming back, welcome. And for those of you who are new here, hey, nice to see you. Ron, how are you doing, man? Uh... I'm doing great as usual, still in the Netherlands. I can better ask, how are you? Because you're in Monaco for some days. Yeah. You have something to tell about it, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason I'm kind of a little bit laughing is because I was just telling Ron before we started the podcast that I fucking hate Monaco. Okay. We're 30, in, 30 seconds into the podcast, but I can tell you that right away. Maybe I'll take my words back later, but probably I won't. Anyway. Why? Like, I have, I've never been there. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. There's so little space. It's crammed. It's like cramped, right? So little space. This morning, I woke up. There's no parking space outside, so I parked my car somewhere. And then someone, maybe I'll put a, a picture here now, put glue on my windshield. And on the glue, put a paper saying, parking privé. Oh! Yeah. Glue is really crazy. That's some next level shit. But do you already have it erased from your uh, yes. from your window now? I had or to go with my dad to like a car repair shop, get special liquid, spray it. Then I had to use like a thing that you use for ice, oh, yeah, scrape yeah, yeah. it off. So yeah, my but the big big question lovely. is now: Where did you park now? <laughs> yeah, I parked somewhere outside again. <laughs> <laughs> you get the same. But is, is it like private parking everywhere or is there no like yeah, public parking? Because it's such a small place, you can't park anywhere. Everything is private. My girlfriend now went to like a store to look for a dress for New Year's Eve party. She walks into a store that my sister recommended and they're like, hello, madame, can I, can we help you? She's like, yeah, I just want to look around. She's like, are you a member? She's like, a member oh, of the store? No. She's like, oh, sorry. Then you can't be here because we only serve members today. What? What kind of store is it? Like a I don't very know. small I don't boutique. Know. Anyway, I'm here for two weeks. I've been here for a week. Um, having... Two weeks is long, by the way, from Monaco, yeah. Yeah, but I'm visiting my family. My sister lives here. Yeah. So I've been here for a week. The apartments that, are, that we rented, Airbnb, like it's a really, it's a pretty nice apartment, but yeah, seen it. it's an old house and it's very moist, the air. Nothing, not like we, we washed our clothes. The clothes are not drying out. The AC is not working. It's not heating properly. It's just making sounds all the time. Dude, when you're out of your routine, even if you try to like have a nice car, when you try to get a nice Airbnb, it's still not the same. You're still like- Also, by the way, talk about the car. Sorry to interrupt you. How did you scratch it? <laughs> For the listeners out there, the viewers, George sent me a nice video oh of the rental car he got, a oh bigger one, God. and he got like a massive scratch on the side. So what happened there? Dude, so first I rented a small car, okay? And I was like, whatever, it's the cheapest one. I don't care. I just want to save money, blah, blah, blah. 
And then I drove that thing for, it's like a Fiat 500. Then I drove that thing for like two days and I was like, fuck this. Like it's, it's the shittiest car ever. If you ever decide to rent a car or buy, never buy a Fiat, Fiat 500. It's horrible. It's like a little, Why? it's like a little death capsule, bro. This is a shitty car. No, it's horrible. It's, it's absolutely crap. Anyway, that's not the point of it. Two days later, I was so fed up with the car because it's also manual and the clutch is shit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I drove back to 6th and Nice Airport and I'm like, hello, can we please change the car? The good thing is that they were able to upgrade us the car for free because they couldn't charge my car anymore. It was like a 360 euro extra they needed to pay. I was fine paying that, but they couldn't do it. Yeah. So they gave the car for free. Now we have a Mini Cooper Countryman. It's pretty nice. Yeah, but it's a nice car. I was picking my parents up because we wanted to go for a hike. <laughs> and so Monaco is very small. So there's very little space anywhere. You can't park anywhere. You can't drive anything. So I started pulling into this like a little parking spot near a church. And then I didn't see one of those, you poles? know, poles. And then yeah. I just hear. Oh, that's oh. the worst sound. And I'm like, okay, here goes another thousand euros for this because I didn't take insurance. Oh my God. So yeah, my trip. So it's great over there. It's great. <laughs> Monaco is lovely. Yeah. You guys should come visit. <laughs> ah, well, you also had some nice moments, right? With your family, yeah, some hiking. Course. And that's also important. But it's also like you're getting uh, ripped out of your routine. Yeah. You need to adjust like mentally, physically. You need to find your own new routine over there. So I think that that's also like mentally different. And then you have those things happening as well. And it like adds up to each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nice. The sky is blue. It's somewhat warm, not as warm as Spain. Um, my parents for Christmas uh, gave us like a gift certificate to go to a uh, um, a spa thingy. It's very nice. Are you a member? Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you can't come in. <laughs> Everything is so posh, man. Like if you don't have at least 10 mil in your bank account, like you shouldn't come here. I really tell you that. You just won't feel comfortable. If you don't have a fat, like a sports car, like a very expensive one, and you don't have at least 10 mil, like you shouldn't be in Monaco, really. Yeah. Because you just don't, Makes you, sense. you're just not going to be welcome yeah. here, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's, it's maybe even crazier than like Dubai. That's kind of, because in Dubai, you can actually also do, do things for like a little bit cheaper. The thing about Dubai, I feel like it's more about new money. Like they're welcoming new money. Yeah. Like Monaco, yeah. it's more about like, what's your surname and who do you know? Like, you know? Oh, and your family name. Yeah, and that like kind of family stuff, name and like generation from generation and all of that stuff, you know? Oh, so probably someone listening to the podcast at one point is going to like, you know, is a member of the royal family of Monaco or something. And if you do, please do shout out, be friends, introduce me to all of your friends <laughs> here, okay? My, my sister lives here, so I want to like feel welcome when I come here. Anyway, how are you? Yes. Yeah. Not so much going on in here. Like we just had Christmas. Like, of course, this episode comes out a week later, but yeah, Christmas was around. I uh, went to family, worked a little. Like I'm just at home in my routine, in the ice baths, working in the morning, going to the gym in the <laughs> in afternoon. The ice baths. <laughs> yeah. I'm now, like I have a, a whiteboard here. I'm now two and a half weeks in for every morning. So I, I have like a check mark for every day Beautiful. when I go in. Um, so I'm just in the grind and, uh, seeing friends, family. Meanwhile, like 
uh, New Year's is, uh, is this weekend as well. So I'll be seeing some friends. In terms of YouTube, How's business? like of course my freelance, yeah, business like my freelancer also have Christmas, of course, like they're still human. So uh, video production wise, <clears throat> a little bit less volume, but overall channel is growing nicely in terms of views. RPM, however, dropped, but I think it's because of the holiday yeah. days. So I'm not worrying about it too much. But the views are up pretty nicely. So I think once January is around the corner, RPM stabilizes again, then the earnings uh, are also increasing. And I think compared to last month, it will be increased with around $300, something like that. I've signed up for more affiliate programs. Um, I basically looked up for high paying affiliate programs to also differentiate from AdSense. So that's what I've been doing. And yeah. Oh, what I've also added for later. It's not like really YouTube related. Um, but yeah, that, that's my update on my side. Like not so much things going on actually, yeah. just back to the old grind. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds good. It's like, I'm a little bit jealous that you're like in the grind and, and you know, doing your thing because they always say that the grass. It's so funny because a lot of people would want to trade the other way because they're like, oh, I want to be in the sun. Yeah. And, but yeah. like, maybe this is the, the the raw truth of like being a digital nomad or, or being able to work from anywhere you want. Like, it's not always as nice as it looks no. to, as it seems to be because you don't always have the right internet connection, the ni a nice setup, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah grass is always it. greener on the other side like there's a reason why this that saying exists and it's true like when i'm and even for myself dude i've been doing it so much when i'm in the grind grinding i'm like oh my god i'm tired of being cold i'm tired of the dark you know i'm looking forward to go blah blah yeah. blah and then i get here and i'm like hot for a couple like, days later I wanna, you're like I wanna, oh. <laughs> I wanna go <laughs> did you say in dutch <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want to go home but anyway stop i'm gonna yeah. stop complaining now um good to hear yeah. that, that the channel is growing uh that's good i can see also from my end your channel i sometimes kind of check take a look and the views are are growing steadily so it's pretty it's pretty nice hey quick interruption do you want to learn how to make five thousand dollars per month on youtube without showing your face or making any of the videos yourself well if that's the case i've put together a free video training where i show you step by step on how i make five thousand dollars per month so you can replicate it and do exactly the same Click the first thing down in the description of this episode and check it out. All right, back to the podcast. Um, on my end, business, I have good news, you guys. Oh, yeah. My channel recovered. My main channel is recovered from invalid traffic. Let's go. Yeah, it, uh, it was a big jump, it's, like times four. It's so random. Before, like now, I wake up and it's just a massive spike and the skippable ads are up. Everything is up and it's very good. Basically, my income like doubled or tripled overnight just because YouTube decides to do so. So yeah. um, that's pretty good. That's I, I think for the, the reasoning, by the way, isn't it like, first of all, like your YouTube got stacked with the invalid traffic thingy. And then YouTube is like, okay, your channel is not healthy, so we won't show specific high RPM ads. And after like two months, you've proven that your channel is normal and healthy. They're like, hmm, let's put high RPM ads on it again. I think I feel like it's like a two or three month period. Yeah. And then channel re channels recover again. That's what I've seen with other Hessel's people. Hessel's channel well. never recovered. No? Oh. He has a channel that lying. he grew last year. It got hit with invalid last November and it never got recovered. 
He's not uploading anymore on as well, right? Like it's no, he he, he pretty, didn't he didn't that channel. But it it went it was dead like completely. So it's really random. And some channels recovered after like a couple of days. For example, our friend Matthias that we're not gonna t- tell his channel again, <laughs> but his channel got recovered after like a couple of days as well. So it's it's very random. I don't know what it is. But anyway, good news. Um, main channel is recovered. So I'm back on the horse, you guys. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, the channel is, is doing well. I'm going to see how I'm going to take it nowadays. But the overall direction, the overall feeling that I have right now is that, well, I don't want to rely on ad revenue, basically. Like, don't get me wrong. I still love YouTube. I still love search content. I still love search traffic and all of this. But I just don't want to have ad revenue as my main tra- like income source. For the reason is because I don't want to be at the mercy of YouTube, or let's put it this way: I'm still at the mercy of YouTube if they decide, if they decide yeah, to yeah, if they decide to ban my channel, if they decide to you know take me out of the game, they can do that because my channel doesn't belong to me. My channel belongs to them, actually. If you read the terms and conditions, but they still want to have creators because that's their business model. The the the, the whole this invalid thing. That's what's really driving me kind of, not driving me nuts, like I'm already like over it a long time, but it made me very concerned, right? And so, like I said before that, you know, in this whole game of entrepreneurship is actually the most, or in life, uh, is the most adaptable who survives, right? And so I still love search and I still want to be in media, I still want to make videos and search videos, but what I started doing now, and I talked about it before, is I started doing product review videos for Amazon. And I got a little bit smart after you told me about to, to do the Amazon thing. By the way, an update, I hired a um, freelancer from Upwork. Her name is Jonna Bell. She's from the Philippines. And she is now creating scripts for me following the format okay. that I told her using my chat GPT-4, which is pretty good. And she's really good. So now I have my whole setup and I don't have to do the scripts anymore. I have my video editor. He's doing pretty well. And I have my thumbnail guy. So everything is like the system is working. Now I have the system. All I have to do now yeah. is just record myself. And if I didn't want to record myself, for example, if you guys are listening to this and you're like, damn, I would like to do it as well. You can do that. You just need a little bit of money to have a small creator who can. What about faceless then within this niche? <clears throat> Well, I don't know about faceless, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Because, because like, if you, if you look back at your f- first videos, you always also focused on, like, information. Like, even yeah. if the information is, like, yeah, yeah, a little bit of bullshit. But, like, information is information. Mm. So if you can still provide that information without a face, it could be possible. But I think with a face, with a creator, with a person, it gives more trust, yeah. more authority. Yeah, I think it, it, it's better, but I wonder if faceless also like you can as, as strong. probably I do know. faceless, but I feel like with time the competition increases in in all these yeah. different niches, and so this specific niche, which is like product review, like Amazon product review videos, right? Like before, you could get get away with like you know shitty AI voice, you know, some B roll footage one after the other, and and that's okay, right? But I feel like with time you need to become better and better and better, which is normal, because this the, yeah. like the space. Otherwise, other people will. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. other people will like I like doing right. Like for example, the 
if you take two videos, one fully AI voice B-roll and stuff, and then you take, for example, my video, like um, my videos will probably outcompete them because they're just better quality and they're easier on the eyes as well when you click on them. So, um, and the good news is that I actually now have some some proof, some data to back it up. So I sent you the, the screenshots this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, seen it. It's so weird, but... And the commissions as well. And the commissions as well. So let me actually walk you guys through what happened. So I've been posting, I started posting these videos, right? These Amazon product review videos, like best soundbar for PS5, for example. And that's one of the videos that is working really well for me. If you guys search it up, maybe you'll be able to find the video on my second channel. There's going to be a big spike now in retention when I said this part, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, click on his link and buy it. <laughs> yeah, click on my link and buy something on Amazon. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> but um, the videos get pushed in browse. Not one video, not two, but oh, yeah. many videos get pushed in browse, which is so weird. Um, there's like a, why? I don't know why. I don't know why. I've been thinking about why. Maybe the quality is good. Maybe whatever. Maybe it's a 20. No, I mean like people are often looking like, especially when they're buying something expensive, they want to compare as many things as possible. Mm. So people probably watch other soundbar videos and you're just get recommended in the sidebar. I Could think be. it makes sense. Could be. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I'm getting like pushed after one, two, three days into browse like a lot, like by, you know, five to 800 views every 48 hours. They, they die a little, like they die afterwards. Yeah. But for example, like, let me actually, like, let me actually um, walk you through exactly the numbers I have here. So best sound bar for PS5. Okay. The video seems to be dead now as well, <laughs> but yeah, welcome to Browse. <laughs> 500, That's why search is best. 500 views every 48 hours, uh, 60% search, 37% browse. Browse. Still search. That's nice. Yeah, still search. Um, 16,500 impressions, 3.3% CTR. Um, and if I look at the reach, best soundbar 900, those are kind of the terms. But yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of these videos get pushed. So let's see. I don't know what this is. Um, but yeah. You got some commissions, so it's it's somehow working. Exactly. The commissions, commissions are working. So as soon as like for example, now I already have ten dollars and forty-three cents, which is not much, but it's more it's it's more than zero, right? So yeah, I but you're also just starting out with this concept. So it's now just a matter of volume and getting those videos ranked. And then you will start earning commission every day. So it makes a lot of sense. I think so, yes. On the 21st of December, I had a commission of $6.47. Uh, 24th was 11 cents. Then 26th December, 82 cents. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to grow. Like I'm pretty confident it's going to grow yeah. with the more volume I push to it. But it's very exciting. I really like it. So like if I get... First, I get to my $1 a day, and then I get to $10 a day, and then I get to 100 And eventually, I want to get to you know over $1,000 a day with the whole Amazon commissions affiliate thing. That's nice. It's a, like a nice model that I think will work on the long term. If those video, videos rank the same as all the other search videos, yeah. like those soundbars probably don't get as outdated. Like They will stay, stay relevant for the upcoming... Years because you probably I think you picked the best sellers per category yeah, on Amazon. I did, baby. So 
those, those will stay the best sellers for a long time because it's very hard to compete on Amazon Yo, when you have that kind of ranking. Can I just say something that it's so important to have like a business partner or someone who you're doing like something together and like a sparring partner with who you're doing this? Because like I could have been stuck in my whole idea of paraphrasing articles for so long. And then like if you guys listen back to two episodes back, Ron was like, dude, stop being dumb. Just copy it from Amazon <laughs> and just do it, right? Imagine like this one simple piece of advice that you couldn't do it internally by yourself, but someone externally just said it. And that saved me like so much time, energy, effort, and money and all of that. So like that's yeah. why it's so important to surround yourself with people who are doing You never know when you're going to get some kind of a piece of advice that's going to completely like I think you're at the right place right now to get some good advice from old money. So, you know, what I go. From, oh, from old money. Yeah. There. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Like, you need to learn from each other. And like, in the end, ChatGPT is just a text model. So if you can get text from anywhere, it's good. But like the data on Amazon, like the text on Amazon, it will match exactly what the people will see in your video. Exactly. Like, it would be weird if you if they watch your video and your 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 information is different than on the actual product page, where are they going to purchase? Yeah. So and the whole system uh, itself is easier to do as well because I don't need to, like, I don't need to, I don't need the articles thing. I don't need on any of that. So I, my freelancer, she literally, I just get the keyword. She searches that keyword on Amazon, takes the first five best products, copies the title, price, and description, and then it's easier yeah. for the editor. It's easier for the script, right? It's easier for me. And the information is much more up-to-date, like you said. So it's everything is just so much better. Yeah, and, and ChatGPT is getting just more powerful as well. Like I've been in the process now of selling my e-commerce company and I received like a contract. And like my brother is like a lawyer, so he was, was going to help me with reviewing the contract and that kind of stuff. So I upgraded to ChatGPT4 as well, and you can upload documents to it. Ooh. So I just uploaded the contract. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I was like, yeah, the contract is not that specific. So I uploaded <laughs> the whole thing, and it's like a contract between the, the, the seller, me, and the buyer. Yeah. And I just ask him like very deep questions like, hey, what are the risks involved for the seller? What kind of things do, do I need to add to protect me as a seller? And that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I listed all those things, uh, what it can up what it came up with of course with my own human review because yeah. i still like i'm deep deep in the process and ChatGPT isn't isn't yet and i does that whole bullet list of things i wanted to add i've sent it to my brother and he's like yeah that's all really good <laughs> like, he's, so it's kind of crazy like he did a, a full four-year study with a with a master and, and basically i can just use, use ChatGPT myself now and i don't have, even have like yeah. a, any degree in regards to law yeah. And it's good. Like, it's crazy. I'm really curious what the upcoming years will, will add yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I was asking as well yesterday, uh, by the way, let's talk a little bit about also our kind of year in review thing. Oh, yeah. And then also, so I was asking yesterday, I was thinking about like the goals for 2024, like my goals. And then one of the goals yeah. that I want to, I kind of set for myself is that is not monetary, whatever, is I want to learn how to ask better questions because I read somewhere that the, your, the quality of your life is going to depend on the quality of the questions you can ask. The better the questions you can ask, the better the answers you can get. So then I started thinking, okay, how can I learn to ask better questions? And then, yeah. I, and then I went to Chatty and I was like, hey, Chatty, uh, I want to learn how to ask better questions in 2024. Can you please you know, give me some book suggestions or author suggestions. And she listed out like five or six books. Um, and I, I, 
adding the, added them to my Amazon uh, cart, and I think those are going to be uh, purchased real soon. <laughs> It's, it's really helpful in, in those ways. And by the way, keep in mind who you are asking those questions. Like, otherwise, you'll still get the wrong information. Yes. So I think that's also really important to have someone with a track record and that kind of stuff. Of course. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. But talking about like the year in review, 2023. Um, by the way, yesterday, I also set my goals for 2024. And I also have something else to share about it as well. That's maybe like uh, an experiment that people can try. But I think overall, let's check, check back at 2023. For me. Yeah. It was a really good year in terms of uh, YouTube revenue, affiliate marketing revenue. Um, I think for the podcast as well, for the business uh, that we're doing together as well, we've learned learned a lot. Yeah, I've welcomed a lot of students inside our close community. Yep, and they're getting like nice results. Like it's very, very, really, really cool to see people that have never earned any a single dollar online that mm -hmm. are starting to buy their getting getting their monetized channel. Hiring the first freelancer and earning their first dollar online. Fifteen people really to be exact. Yeah, yeah, fifteen people right now, and we're all sharing um, like our journey together, and uh, yeah, that's really cool to see. So for me, 2023 has been a really nice year in terms of like personal development, also earnings, but also like just new insights on like what's possible in life and like where you get your energy from. Yeah. So uh, what about yours? Like, how do you see 2023 for yourself? For me, 2023 is a breakthrough year. Honestly, this has been the craziest year. Everything wise, everything wise, like obviously business wise, career wise, this has been one of the craziest year. So much exciting things, so much traveling, so like the podcast, we've been kind of putting it out and so many struggles as well. Like, you know, we went yeah. through so many difficulties to discussions. get discussions, <laughs> like so much. But that's good. <laughs> oh my God, there's so much. But when you look back at the year, like it's amazing how far you can get. And so for me, it has been really good. Um, the most money I'm, I'm making right now, the most money I've ever made. That's great. Uh, the most commissions, the ad revenue, you know, everything. So, and can I ask you like, how, if you compare like George 2023, like in January, so exactly almost one year ago, and you look at his skills related to YouTube search, for example, or the YouTube automation game compared to now, yeah, like how is the difference? Because if I, like to look at myself, when I started out with YouTube, I was like a couple of weeks in, I was like, yeah, I get this. It's easy. <laughs> but how was it for you? Like if you look one year back, like. Well, yes, I was not committed to be honest. That was probably my biggest struggle, I guess, if I look back at it. Like, focus and commitment was my biggest thing. Like, back in January 2023, I already knew, like, what is search. Like, I already knew because we were already, you know, talking to different people in the yeah. industry, in the space. And, and I already knew. But I was still trying to go, like, a different route. And I still – and then when I really made that – it's a difficult decision to be – like, to make a commitment. It's a very difficult decision to focus on something. But when I did, that's when – and then we started recording our journey here in the podcast and everything. That's when everything started to improve. That's when everything started to grow. So I think the biggest difference between George then and George this is that, you know, George now is much more committed to what he is doing than George back then. What about you? That's good. Yeah. I think it's the same like for me uh, because I'm, I'm getting rid of my e-commerce company and that, that kind of stuff. So for me, it's, this year has been like a, a hectic year 
with a lot of things going on with YouTube, with the community, with e-commerce still that I'm trying to sell, of that I'm like at the end stage of. And I'm now also selling my warehouse, my gym. So I'm basically, I'm, I'm wanting to start 2024 with a clean slate. Um, like, because I, I have a feeling like right now I've been too long in this position. Like I have my own apartment. I'm living here in the city where I was born for my whole life. I have my group of friends. I had my business the, the past four or five years that paid for my bills. So and my e-commerce company, especially. But I feel like, like, is this what I want? Like there, I need to go to a next level. And I feel like 2024 for me will be that level. And yeah, 2023, like I said already before, like I learned a lot. So mm. I'm really looking forward to, to upcoming year. Like, do you have any specific goal set? Like you already mentioned a one goal for 2024, yeah. like asking better questions, yeah. but anything else? Well, monetary wise, I want to, I want to get to that sweet $1 million in, you know, revenue, like with, with yeah. a profitable, <laughs> with a profitable yeah, yeah, profit a, margin. Profit is, is useful. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, like I, I did like over $250,000 in, in e-commerce sales back when I did my e-commerce, but my, my profit margin was like negative couple of percent, negative 5% or negative 4%, or whatever, yeah. right? So like you can, you know, do big numbers, but you, you, you still might not be making profits. So this year, I think what will be a big breakthrough is to get first to $100,000 with, you know, good profit margin. But at this point, I feel like it's very manageable. Like, you know, it's very manageable. And, but then like the, the, the next big goal is like a million, right? So I think it's, I think it's, I think, I think your friend, Charlie Munger, who, who passed away also said, I, I, ho I hope I'm correct, by the way, that like getting to your 100K is, the hardest. is really difficult. Yes. It's the hardest. But after that, it gets easier and easier. Yeah. Like it's, it's like a, maybe also a mental barrier. Yeah. I don't know why. But. And it's also this thing about like once you reach a certain milestone, you know how to do this and it's, you cannot go back. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like once, yeah. once you're able to make like $10,000 in one month, Okay, now I know how to do $10,000 a month. So even if everything gets taken away from me, within a couple of months, I'll be able to get to 10K a month easily. Yeah. Easily. So you have those goals and you've put them maybe on a paper or somewhere else. Right. But how do you, how will you remind yourself of those goals? Do you have a routine for it or? That's actually a very good question. And I want to ask you this as well, because before, I would always like when I was just starting out like eight years ago, when I was like starting out, I would write my goals out because that's what everybody wrote, like told me, right? Stephen Covey, seven habits of highly successful people, right? He's like, you got to have set goals, like big goals, intermediate goals, small goals. So then I would write them out. But then like one month passes by and I'm so like consumed by everything in life that I just lose them. I literally physically lose my goals. <laughs> so then I was like trying to think, exactly. where do I... Dude, I've tried so many things. I tried like writing them out in a big font on a physical big piece of paper, like an A4 paper or like a, I'm sorry, A2 paper and like taping it like above my desktop. So I would physically see it like when I would walk to my desktop, you know? Um, you can also do a wallpaper like on your phone or your computer. Yes, I did that as work. well. I did that as well. But now I just enjoy my... Uh, <laughs> my oh, yeah, your, your, your my earth image. and moon and stuff. But I think... 
I don't know how I keep track of them. I just, at this point, I don't worry about it too much. I just know that I want to be very rich and every day I do everything <laughs> impossible, like everything possible and impossible. Yeah, but, <laughs> but if you also have other goals, like maybe like not related to money. Yeah. Like those are maybe harder to come up with naturally. Like the reason I'm asking, because like yesterday I took the whole day for myself to basically look at like where I'm at right now, where I want to go, like my key principles and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So first of all, like I wanted to, try to visualize more stuff like in my, in my, in my mind, because I'm reading the psycho cybernetics book. Maybe oh, you've heard I of it. I know that one. And basically in the book, um, the guy is saying like, your mind do does not know the difference between real or I imagination. Yep. Like your, your mind experiences it in the same way. So if you can experience things in your mind, so visualize certain things that you want to achieve and really feel like you're there. So, Maybe like hmm, the, the, the goal I want to go for, like how is it smelling over there? How does it look like? And really think in detail and really feel it. But that, that would only work if you would do it on a daily basis, of course. So I'm trying, I, I've, I've made like a document um, with my goals, um, with my key principles, like maybe I have it in here. Yeah, so I can read it out. So, so I have my role models in here. My key principles and rules to remember that I find myself that I find important myself, mm -hmm. my short-term goals, so one to two years from now, my long-term visionary goals, so 10 to 20 years from now, my business identity, so how I see myself as a business person, I my personal that. life identity, my personal life identity, so how I see myself as a friend, as a boyfriend, maybe, or as a father, maybe in the, in the future, I don't know. Um, or a son, of course. I'm a son of my parents. And I, I also have like a personal manifesto of myself in third person, which is really weird. <laughs> um, ChatGPT helped me with this, of okay. course. But like, you because you're basically making the whole document with your key principles, your goals and everything, you can also put that data of yourself in ChatGPT. So it has a really clear understanding yeah. of who you are as a person if you give a lot of details. And then I also have my like my 2024 goals, so make it a little bit more specific. Based around those, I made personal affirmations, so short sentences for myself that I'm going to repeat to myself every day. I'm, like, I'm starting this since yesterday. Okay. I did this morning the first time. And I have my legacy till now. So what I have achieved till December 2024. So like I started some companies and blah, blah, blah. blah. And I, I got this from the Charlie Munger video that you, you watched earlier today, or maybe not watch yet, but he did the same. And it's basically an alchemist diary. I think that's how, how I, I framed it. So basically, how are you seeing yourself? Where do you want to go to as a person? And I have made this document. I transformed it into a PDF or an EPUB file, and I just put it on my e-reader. And every morning, I always read. So now I'm just going to read my own document. And it's really cool to read, like, like because ChatGPT can write it in a style. You would never write it yourself. Yeah. So I also tried, like, hey, write my manifesto with all the details in this document in the style of Robert Greene. Oh. You know that author. And yeah. And then you're like reading everything back and it's like, whoa, this is really how I am as a person because it's getting all the data you've put in. So if you're really honest and true to yourself in the document, you're like, you're really resonating with what you're reading. And I often have it Robert Greene when I'm reading his books. I'm like, oh, it makes a lot of sense when I'm reading this. Yeah. Like I really feel it. I don't know. He's a really nice writing style. Yeah. But that kind of thing, like it gave me now a document that I'm I'm reading out now every day. So this is how I will be able to remind myself of my key principles, my goals, my my role models, maybe. Like I don't really have a role model, but maybe like certain 
things of people that I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I want to learn from that, mm -hmm. but not like someone I really want to be. Like yeah. in the end, you're all unique. Yeah. But I think doing it this way with my e-reader, it's easier for me to keep reminding me of myself. And I, I wonder if those affirmations, like it's really... Yeah, but just like spiritual nonsense. Try maybe. it. <laughs> I will try it. That that's why I try it. Good. So that's my my plan for the upcoming year to really because I had the same as you. Like I had some goals, but soon life has different uh, plans for you, and you get like sucked uh, sucked in different things, what? and then you're like, ah, oh, yeah. What if it changes? What if it like one month or two months in, like everything changes very drastically. Are you going to edit the document or you're going to no, still no, commit to it? No, no, the thing is you it? make, this, this is a version one. And you get older, you make a version two. And you get older, you make a version three. Good. But the cool thing is you can read back your whole thinking process yeah. back then. Like the end goal of this is like basically uh, what in the video, Charlie Mar Morgan, Mar Morgan, I think, I don't know. What he's also saying, like you don't want to make 10K a month, for example. You want to become the person that's able to make 10K a month. Yep. So you're looking at, at specific character traits and knowledge and that kind of stuff that fits with a person that earns 10K a month. So that's how I see this document right now, that this document is a version of how I see myself right now and with the knowledge I have. But maybe, yeah, two months from now, it completely changes or exactly. a year from now. Then I make a new version, but I still have my like my own little journey basically yeah. written out. So yeah, I would highly suggest you do the same. Like I, I have the, the the template for you for yes. the document if you want. Please it. send me the template. I want to do it. If you guys want the template, comment the word template down below or DM me or Ron on Instagram and uh, with the word template, and he or we will send it over to you, dude. I love how structured you are. Like it's crazy. Like really, I'm. I'm like, wow, this guy is so structured. He, he, you have it so laid out, everything. Yeah, because the thing is, the last couple of years, I basically freestyled a lot of things. Like I had a vision in my mind, like I want to be like my own boss and want to travel and blah, 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 blah. But it's not really something I was reminding myself of every day. And I feel like I have more potential in me and reminding yourself of your potential, but also your principles. I think it will make your day-to-day -day life easier as well. Because in your day-to-day -day life, you will have some circumstances when you're like, hmm, maybe I should change my route a little bit because it looks very appealing. But you now, now know your key principles and it's like, no, it's not where I get happiness from. It's not who I am. So yeah. it's really easy to make a decision based on your principles right now. And I think what's very so, powerful is for you to read out the thing that you wrote every yeah. single morning because it's basically like walking in the forest and like the, the more you walk on the same path, you're going to get the trail and that trail exactly. gets ingrained in your brain. So it becomes just like, if I wake, like if you keep reading this every single morning and then I wake you up in the middle of the night, you know, three months or six months later. And I'm like, Hey, what's your manifesto? You're going to be able to read it out to me without even <laughs> yeah. being conscious, you know? And that's what you want to get to because once it's ingrained, once your soul basically becomes what you want it to be, that's when things are going to start basically working out the way you want them to. Yeah. And with that manifesto, like ask it to write it in third person. So when you are reading it, you're basically seeing you yourself from helicopter view mm. instead of always being in your head. And sometimes it also shows you, hey, I already achieved certain things that I wanted to achieve. But because it's third person, you're looking at it differently. Yeah. Like oftentimes to yourself, you're way more strict than other people. Like if a friend of mine would come to me for advice, 
and I would give him like an advice how I would do it. Like I would never give that advice to myself because I would be like more strict to, to myself or like differently, right. which is kind of weird. I don't know why, why, why it is that way. But talking about like those aff- affirmations and you talking about like uh, asking best, be- better questions, like I find it hard to ask questions. I don't know why. Uh, so I have like an affirmation, like asking for help is a strength. It's not a weakness. It reflects my commitment to growth and learning, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, like so, I, I like those kind of things. I think can shift your thinking a little bit. Yeah, I hope. Like we'll see you one year from now. Yeah, <laughs> but I know that book that you're talking about, Psycho Cybernetics. Like it's it's. I've read it. I don't think I've read it full. Maybe like halfway. But a lot of people from you know, like a lot of successful people, basically praise that yeah. book for being very powerful in terms of changing your uh, mindset. And like we it's, know, yeah, it's. Yeah, self-image, yeah, especially. Self-image, exactly. So it's very and I think the guy who wrote it was like a surgery guy. Yeah. That's correct. Because he saw like people changing completely after they get like fixed or get like a surgery surgery operation. They like mm-hmm. feel better because they see themselves different in a mirror, which is weird. Like in the end, m- mentally something's changed because you look at yourself differently. Yeah. Like maybe you can look at yourself differently without changing your appearance, but like thinking but changing how you think about things. Yeah. Like that's the essence of the book a little. Yes. Thinking is everything. Like Shakespeare said, nothing is either good or bad, good or bad, but thinking makes it so. So the world um, just happens as it is. The way exactly. you color it, you know, whether it's today is a good day, today is a bad day. It all depends on your thinking. But of course, like we are all prisoners of our biochemistry and what I've been becoming more in tune with is because every day the biochemistry is different. Sometimes you get, you know, sometimes, for example, you might eat a little late and then you might not get so good sleep and then something or travel or travel or something like this. Right. So yeah. you wake up and the biochemistry is a little off or you might do everything as usual and you still wake up and the biochemistry is not right. And then sometimes you wake up and it's like you feel amazing. You feel bliss. Right. So I think I feel like getting more in tune with your natural cycles of biochemistry is also very important because. And it takes a lot of practice, because if you try to go really hard on yourself, like if you try to be hard on yourself when it's not your best day, you're just going to basically burn yourself out or you're going to like it's not going to feel right. right. You only want to. Not only, but I feel like you are best at creating and producing something when you're in the best state of mind and when you're the best chem- uh, chemistry-wise. Creativity, yeah. Yeah. But you can always perform. You can always lift heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think sometimes, like, you don't have your day, but the work still needs doing. Of course. And of course, you need to balance it out. But like, uh, you also need to avoid, like, giving yourself a free pass of not doing anything because you're not feeling it today. 100%. But, like, it's a balance. I agree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's important to listen to your body. Um, yeah. And, of course, like you said, you know, the wins in the community, I love seeing them as well. I never thought that seeing other people uh, get wins, like, succeed with my piece of advice or our piece of advice uh, it would be so, so – give me such a, like, nice, warm feeling. Yeah. But seeing those, you know, posts inside of our school, like, hey, you know, uh, my channel is up or I have my first earnings and just interacting, it gives a very nice feel. And we, and I feel like we're building like this moat around ourselves of people who are all doing the same thing. So if you guys haven't yeah. yet checked out, 
come join. It's fun. Yeah, check the link in the, in the description if you want to learn more. Yes. Let's wrap it up here. I think uh, we have a, a good episode here. Yes, yes, exactly. Very good. Ron, thank you so much. Very valuable things that you shared about the whole psycho-cybernetics and, and manifesto and stuff. So I'm very excited to see where we're going to be one year from now on. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but let's no see. No idea, but hey, we'll see and we'll look back to this episode yep, and we're probably going to see how it's going to go. But yeah, thank you guys so much for watching, listening, subscribing, and we'll see you in the next week's episode. Ciao.